On this episode, we're going to talk about the uh, latest trends in commercial real estate, the impact that COVID-19 has had on commercial real estate and other interesting notes uh, as you need to be aware of what's going on with real estate on the commercial side of things. Tony Graziano will be our guest. He is the Executive Director and Director of Litigation Services for Integra Realty Resources Coastal, New Jersey, a full-service real estate organization located in Toms River, New Jersey. Tony has been actively engaged in the real estate industry since the late 1960s. He's not that old, though. And he's completed evaluation and consulting assignments on all classes of investment-grade properties, including including shopping centers, office buildings and parks, industrial buildings, large-scale manufacturing complexes, hotels, motels, and mixed-use properties. And we thank him so much for joining us here on the CG Business Advisor. Tony, let's start with the obvious, and that's the impact of COVID-19. Obviously, the pandemic has had an impact on a lot of areas, but has there been an impact on commercial real estate? Yeah, things change at all changed, uh, but it didn't impact the real estate from the perspective of evaluation. Uh, We have not been able to pinpoint uh, any significant modification in the pricing that's out there. Uh, The number of transactions, quite frankly, seem to have been going up because the interest rates were very low. Hmm. Um, We monitor all types of real estate and we monitor on a regular basis the activity and the pricing. Um, you know, we we have landlords talking about some leasing issues. I mean, when they instituted the lockdown, uh, I guess it was March or April of uh, 20, um, when, they, when they instituted the lockdown, I mean, a lot of small store people had trouble making their rent. You know, you close the store for three, four, five months. Uh, they've got some real financial problems there. Uh, but the landlords flushed it out. Some of them took a very uh, sensible action to try and help the tenants last through it. Uh, but it never seemed to affect the price, the end pricing as uh, it, and, and the valuation component that we deal with in, in most cases. Um, we're seeing, uh, offices are releasing, uh, a lot of the landlords are aggressively chasing the tenants for lease extensions and things of that nature, but that's kind of normal anyway. I mean, you want to monitor and keep your tenants in place. Um, so so we haven't seen it. And, uh, Integra has a national platform with about 58 offices around the country. And we're all kind of saying the same thing. It, it's it's not distorted. It has not distorted the market in any way. Uh, and I think there's no question about it locally in, in the Jersey area. It's kind of helped the residential housing market tremendously. How good have the interest rates been? Uh, well, I've been in this business for a very, very, very long time. I never saw interest rates on homes in the sub uh, 3% range. I think they're a little higher right now, but, uh, people were popping mortgages at two and a half and 2.75%, which I I've never seen them. And I've been in the business damn near 50 years. 
Wow. That's that's unbelievable. Uh, so because of these interest rates, did you see an increase in office or commercial real estate purchases? We we're seeing a lot of refinancing of existing buildings. We're seeing the, a typical number that we would normally see. Uh, I can't say that it's accelerated greatly, uh, but the pricing levels have continued to support the, the income characteristics of the property, which is our main benchmark on commercial real estate. So we, we haven't seen values going down. That's wild. Um, it's, I, I, you know, people talk about obviously the, the negative impacts of the pandemic and you don't want to talk about any positive impacts, but in terms of, you know, being a, a real estate owner, um, I think that there has been somewhat of a positive uh, impact. If you just want to talk about it from that perspective, I guess you could say that, right? Yeah. You could say that the market has been stable and it's been, strong and values haven't declined at all. It, it, there, there clearly are owners who are in trouble. I mean, some people were overfinanced, uh, but a lot of them went back in and refinanced at lower interest rates and that mm -hmm. helped carry them along. Wow. But is, there's no panic of people running to unload their properties and selling at big discounts uh, in any way, shape or form. A lot of people are taking advantage of the low interest to expand their properties and enhance them and th things of that nature. But uh, we, we can't measure any impact of it on, on the end number, the final value. Mm -hmm. uh, talk to me about net leased property. Why is that such a hot market? Well, net leased properties have been a hot market for several years now. Um, they're, they're, the buyers for them, there's, there's groups who invest in net lease properties uh, as part of their real estate portfolio because they're so easy uh, to own. I mean, it's almost like uh, clipping coupons for a bond. Uh, several years ago, I, I joke about it, but it's a true story. Several years ago, we did a deal on a net leased uh, bonefish grill and Hemingway's Steakhouse to uh, an investor, a normal client of ours. And his son manages the portfolio. And the son bumped into me one night at a restaurant, and I said, hey, how's that uh, Bonefish Grill doing? He said, that's the best real estate investment I ever had. He said, we made a direct deposit deal with the tenant, and every month, the second of the month, I open my bank account and there's two $35,000 checks been deposited because that's what the rents were. And he said, well, I, I can pay my bills on the third of the month because I know the money's going to be there every month. Uh, so there, and there's no management because they're net leased and the tenants have to maintain the property. So it, all you do is just correct, collect your monthly dividend or whatever the rent scheduling is. The other element of net lease properties is they're very uh, good investments from a transactional standpoint when you're trying to do a 1031 tax-free exchange, which is uh, one of the better components of the current IRS code. And the tax-free exchange uh, 
offers investors an opportunity to sell a commercial property. And if they comply with the requirements of the exchange program, they can defer the tax on any gain that they made until they sell the second property that they bought, the ex- that we, what we call the exchange property. And uh, that way, you get more bang for your buck. You know, if you sell a piece of property and you have a big profit, why do you want to pay 20 or 30% income tax out and then go shopping with less money? Hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's a very effective vehicle. They're, it's a difficult uh, it's a difficult deal to, to play because you, you, you only have a very short window to complete the transaction. Uh, essentially, it's about a year time frame, but you have to identify the property you're going to exchange to within about 40, 40 days of your sale. So it's a little bit tricky, but there's a lot of professionals out there that help it work. There's brokers that are highly qualified. There's an industry called the intermediary. And these are accounting firms that specialize in handling the transfers. And they they can walk you through it if you want to check it out. But it's, uh, it's a good way to get the maximum yield on your money. Wow, so you're deferring all that tax liability? Yeah, yep. In fact, I, I did a small pencil back of the pencil story here. You know, if, for instance, you know, if, if you were to sell a property and have a $100,000 taxable gain on it, if you assume your tax would flush out in the 25 to 30% range on that gain because of all your other tax issues, you know, your after-tax dollars gives you 70000 cash. Now, if you took the profit you had and go reinvest it in a property that's throwing off an 8% return, uh, your $70,000 gets you 8%. But if you take it and you do a tax-free exchange so that you have 100000 to invest when you should have only had seventy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm your rate of return becomes 9.3% because you saved that 30% tax and now you're getting a return on money that would otherwise go to the government. So the return on the investment comes out a whole lot better. And if you're a long-term investor or even any kind of reasonable-term investor, you're getting that money year after year after year after year. So it's, it's it's a good vehicle for people that, that make long-term real estate investments. And right. again, that's why the net lease property market is so good because, you know, when someone builds a Burger King or a Wawa on a par- par- parcel of property on the highway and that business is even remotely successful, they're not going to walk away from a lease and leave somebody the building and all the infrastructure that's there. So the tenants are going to stick around for the long haul. You're not going to be running around trying to find tenants. That's that's pretty interesting. I think we're seeing that in a lot of other um, businesses. You know, I was just reading up on um, in Las Vegas. They've had some uh, casino sales, but it's different sales. Like somebody owns the land and somebody takes over the operating cost of the hotel casino. So uh, that right. would 
be a net leased property then. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of those casinos will do that because they'll they'll get a capital infusion by selling the land. They're going to be paying big rent on it, but they'll take that capital and invest it in the hotel because the hotel, the amenities, the swimming pools, mm-hmm, the fancy mm-hmm. restaurants, those things are expensive to build. So what they do is they, they invest the money into the building, which is where they make their dollars, and they pay rent on the land. And you know they're going to be paying the land rent because they don't want to lose. If they don't pay the land rent, they lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So it's a great investment for whoever's can just buy the land and let somebody else take care of the operating costs and everything. Exactly. Uh, just like you said with that bonefish grill where the deposits just keep coming in and they don't do anything. <laughs> you know? yep. That's 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 great stuff. Tony, uh, where can our listeners go to get in touch with you and also find out some more information about some of these issues? Uh, we operate out of uh, an address, 1415 Hooper Avenue, most people in Tom's are know it as the Merrill Lynch building. We're, mm-hmm. we're just a little bit north of the mall. Uh, my company, the appraisal company is called Integra Realty Resources, Coastal New Jersey. Um, I'm the executive director and I kind of run that show. And then we also have a brokerage company called NAI Atlantic Coast Realty. And I'm the broker of record and my good old friend, Art Williamson. He's the managing broker. We principally handle property management and just some investment clients and things that a lot of leasing work because we manage so many office buildings. Uh, and we do a, a fair amount of brokerage business. And is there a website that uh, people can visit? Uh, well, my website is IRR.com and uh, I'm one of the Integra offices uh and there's some background there and i can always be reached on my office phone number 732-244-7000 awesome tony i appreciate the time and the insight and uh look forward to chatting again soon thank you so much for all the great information okay great nice talking you scott take care this has been another episode of the cg business advisor brought to you by cg tax audit and advisory for more information you can head to cgteam.com and be sure to follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from apple podcasts google podcasts spotify and others we'll talk to you next time right here on the cg business advisor